0: From Inspector Gadget. Yep. <laughs> I'll get you next time, Gadget. Next time. <laughs> That's the cat. Whoa, you had bongos there the whole time. Epic. No, it's Epic. just a just a big jambe. Is it, is it it's called a jambay It's called a jambay A jambay It's like uh it's it's DJ. Dj E-M-B-A-D-B-E. Like um, like, like Django, right? Right, like a, 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 it's a Jembe Jembe Jembe. What is it? What was it? Django Unchained? So it's right, Jembe Unchained, <laughs> Jembe Reinhardt. Yes, uh, so hello, everybody. Welcome back to Evolving with Corey Castle. I don't I don't I don't have a I don't have a set like everybody gets the same intro sort of thing, except for the consistency exists inside of the drum. Because to me, that signifies the the um, when I when I bring it to the ring with me, it signifies the 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 ceremony, this the sacred nature of the 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 heart of a warrior that I oh, I, I that. feel that I'm possessing. So when I bring mm-hmm. that to the ring with me, it's ceremonial and it's. Yeah it's it's to show it's to show to me how how sacred what's done inside those ropes is i love when i when i do it here on the podcast it's all i mean i guess it kind of applies to that too but it's for consistency you know people always go like oh you just got to keep on hitting keep on beating your drum keep on beating your drum so i'm gonna stay consistent and beat my drum the way i beat my drum I, I heard a story. Uh, I, I love the way you beat your drum. I also I also I also can't say this too. I feel like,
1: you know, there's something like I like that like you're about to go to war. Like you know, it's like it's like that second Matrix movie. Like they had that weird rave right before the robots came and wrecked shop. But it's like, yeah, we're gonna party right before this. You know what I mean? Like the drums, something about the feelings of of the drums and stuff like that. And consistency is a good thing too. Like. You know I can't tell you how many times, like when I was a kid, I would watch a show and then they would change the theme song and I'd be like, Fuck this. I already I know that last theme song. I'm not gonna learn a new theme song. Fuck this season of the show. I'm done. <laughs> Sorry, Doug, I'm out. You know what I mean? Like when Doug went to ABC, I was like, I, I can't with this. Did anymore. they
0: change the theme song to Doug?
1: It he went to ABC. I felt like they changed his theme song. I felt like he got a little bit older. They made a movie. I was out. I was there for the Nickelodeon OG run. Once they changed yeah, the theme say, song, move, I I move. I would get there's a comfort in the themes like this is the vibe of what they're doing but that second theme song never as good as the first one i don't know if they lose the rights of these theme songs or something it's never as good as the first one
0: well i think that there's 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 red tape inside of the like copyrights and yeah. as far as like network distribution and stuff yeah so i mean like when it like did you watch
1: did you watch wrestling growing up I, I had a little phase when I watched some wrestling and I liked it. I was always, I was always wrestling adjacent. Like I was always cool with the kids that liked wrestling. Let me give you an example. Uh, when I was a kid, I was too scared to watch horror movies. Right. But I was always around kids that did watch horror movies because they all had older brothers or sisters or whatever, or like family that watched it. So I would always ask them, Hey man, what happened in child's play? Can you just tell me the story? Like be as detailed as you can. And they would tell me the story and I was visualizing it realistically and like when bullets would hit somebody i would visualize like i thought for some reason like an actual bullet hit somebody and you could see the bullet like enter their skin and stuff and then as i got older and i you know army of darkness changed my life with horror movies because once mm-hmm. i saw that one i was sudden like i get it now this is fun this is funny like you know, and I, I was a kid with nightmares, Army of Darkness. I feel like the movie taught me how to fight back. So all of a sudden, I can't wait till I have nightmares tonight. And I could fight them. I had a chainsaw in my hand. You know what I mean? I was Black <laughs> Bruce Campbell, bro. You know what I, I mean? Feel like, like,
0: I, feel, I feel like you could you could pull off those one-liners so good. You know what, like what I mean? Pillow talk, baby. <laughs> I love that. It's called pillow talk, baby. <laughs> I love
1: that. It was a horse blanket. Get the fuck out of me. I, I love that. I love that shit. Um... I forgot why I was talking about what were we talking about before that? I I might I've been told uh, pro wrestling you were adjacent right, to pro right. wrestling. Same thing. So so uh I would always ask people, what's this guy's story? Because I would see like the magazines and the pictures of people and the toys, and you know, it, it just felt like I don't know if it came on the same time cartoons came on, but it was just it, I was never I didn't really tuned in to watch unless I was around other people that were watching it, but I just remember I had like my favorite you know, characters that I would, be. I would like, play with. Like, I would go to somebody's house. They had, like, a toy. I'm like, yo, can I play with your Repo Man toy or whatever? IRS, the IRS guy. I love that. Erwin yeah. yeah, some- R. Shyster. I love that toy. <laughs> you know what I mean? It looked like a businessman, but it was also an action figure. I'm like, yo, this is my... This is my guy. So it would always be like Erwin R. Shyster. And I would, I would play with the toys that other kids didn't want to play with. I'm like, give me that Erwin R. R. Shyster and that Doink the Clown. You know what I mean? That Bam Bam the, Bigelow. It wasn't make, the Yokozuna
0: toy cool? Wasn't that yes. the coolest toy?
1: Whoever they were, whatever toy I had access to, they were playing with my Ninja <laughs> yeah. Turtles. That's all I know. Right, That's all right. I know. And, and the, with wrestlers, there was, a, there was a thing with, you know, they have like the heels and stuff like that. But I would always just buy the good guys because I wanted to support the good guy, like I felt like they got the, <laughs> like, I like I didn't want to give the villains money. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> such an idiot! I don't know what I was well, thinking.
0: Who would the good guys beat then? Exactly, exactly. The only the bad the only,
1: good guys. Yeah, the only bad guys I bought was the Decepticons because I like that purple sticker, and I would always make. the storyline would always be like, we got to get this guy on our side.
0: You know what he, I mean? Like we, was, we turned babyface just, <laughs> just for this rare occasion, so that yes. he could be up on my shelf. He's babyface yeah. today.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love what? that, man. Yeah, and I remember I watched the uh, – I had that when uh, PlayStation had a SmackDown video game, that first one on PlayStation oh, yeah. 1. okay. I mm-hmm. love the shit out of that. I love that, you know, the any rest – I love the video games, man, like the arcade games, the video games. I just – I was in that. I was in they, that. They
0: did, a, they did a WWF Attitude. Do you remember that game from I remember that. One? I remember <laughs> that game.
1: And Does that would have Goldberg on the cover? Is that who's on no, the cover No, Go,
0: Goldberg wasn't in the WWF at that time. Mm. Uh it had um it had Steve Austin I think on the front. Okay, right on. Uh, it, but I
1: remember I got him uh, confused, my bad. But I know yeah, he's you're talking about two, for sure. Two two goateed bald white
0: dudes. I get totally, you. I totally get you. It's okay. I get you. I like, I like
1: I like I like I like them both. I love them both. You ever see that Goldberg uh, Santa Claus movie where he was Santa Claus? It was like a horror Santa movie. Santa
0: Slay. I yeah, I've never I've, I've never seen it, <laughs> but I've heard about it. I think anybody goes, Hey, you like wrestling? You ever seen that Goldberg movie? Oh
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah.
0: It's just like a, a, a quick way for somebody to try to relate to me. I'm like, yeah, let's. Re- I like horror movies and I love wrestling. I love horror movies. I love wrestling. So, of course, I should have seen that movie, but I <laughs> never did. Maybe, maybe I got to hit up Zach and ask him if I could be on Midnight Spook Show again. Yeah, and, bro. <laughs> and, and this time, watch Santa Slayer.
1: <laughs> i mean i haven't seen it either i'm not just a fan of the box art when i worked in the video store i saw the box <laughs> art like this looks good and i watched the preview uh, maybe i saw some of it i don't remember it, it definitely came on cinemax once and i gleaned it for sure for sure love any type right, it.
0: got we, we got to pitch to zach amico for us to come on the show and watch it with him
1: right what if it's what if it's like the same plot as the tim allen santa claus movie but he's like killed but it's like a murderer killed santa claus on accident and
0: then... <laughs> We're like you shake this this snow globe and i'll arrive and i'll kill anybody who you want me to kill that's great that's good then, then there's bernard remember bernard I don't know Brunard, but I like that name. Is it like B-R-E-W Nard? Uh, no, it's Bernard. The kid the, he was uh, Santa's helper in, in the Tim Allen one. He are you was, saying like, are saying it, you it, saying
1: the word Bernard? Yeah. But you say Brunard? I uh, it might are be you from you Canada. My, are you from Canada? No. I'm from Philly. Oh, Philly. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, 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 so I gotcha, gotcha. Br-
0: Bernard, <laughs> Brunard. <laughs>
1: Brunard sounds like I probably knew a Brunard in the hood, where like his mom misspelled his name.
0: You know, you know. If there isn't a Brunard, let there be Brunards from this point on. Yeah, someone's going to, someone's going to hear this and see this, and they're going to be like, you know what? Now that now that I heard that name in in existence, I feel like we've got to we've got to bestow that name upon a child. One hundred percent. Would be a good name for a pup if you had a little pup, oh, like yeah. a little. Like a
1: little Saint Bernard, you call him a. a oh Brunard? my god, that's a great name. Or just Bernard the Saint Bernard is also a good name too. Mm-hmm. That's a good one.
0: Yeah, dude. Or you say it ain't Brunard.
1: <laughs> you know what's weird? Like, like we all know dog like races or whatever. Like when I say Saint Bernard, you have a thing that comes to your head or whatever. Like well, I don't, I don't know. think
0: they're called races. I think they're called breeds.
1: But whatever, same thing. Listen. <laughs> But like with cats <laughs> with cats I know there's like cat breeds but I you don't really know a lot like I can't look like oh that's that type of cat like to me a cat's kind of a cat because they like... all
0: have the same ears and tail combo right with different breeds of dogs there's different types of ears different ways they hang like with cats they're all basic bitches they're There's all lot, the right shit.
1: they're all the same but i like i like a flat-faced wall-eyed cat i don't know what those are called but you know what i'm talking about they almost look diabetic like their like face a, is like, like wide pug? and they're yeah they're like they look like pugs but they're but they have like the stupid flat face and the and their eyes are like you know what i mean like they look like
0: like a boston terrier yes <laughs>
1: yes what are those man i, like I those. think that's a boston terrier I like, I like those i like those cats they look they look chill they look chill <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm I'm very much more of a dog person.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: for sure. Like some dogs. Okay. First question: You've probably been on tons of different people's podcasts. I mean, I mean a few, a few. I, mean, I
1: I'm trying to be more selective and to go where I feel
0: comfortable. And you you make me feel comfortable. I'm like, you yeah, okay. I like you. Awesome, awesome. So the the amount of podcasts that you've been on or uh, been interviewed for different things here and there. What's the one question you've always wanted to be asked, but never been asked?
1: Wow. Can I say, I don't know the question that I've always wanted to be asked, but haven't been asked.
0: Can I say that it might be a cop out if you say it's that one?
1: I, I know, I know <laughs> that that didn't cross my mind, but I'm. <laughs> You know, I'm trying to talk from my heart more, sort of what I'm working on. Mm-hmm. Um, that is such a good... But like You know when you're like friends with somebody for a long time, and you mm-hmm. just start asking them weird questions because you know the answer to everything else? Mm-hmm. That's one of those questions. And that's why I like that question. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I've never even thought about... Here's the thing. I'm also so vain that if I wanted somebody to ask a question, I'd be like, can you ask me about this before the... Like during the show, (laughs) so I could have a good answer to it so I don't look like an idiot. Because I honestly I don't have an answer to that question. That's such a good question. I don't think there is something that I didn't I don't even I I wish I knew what I (laughs) the answer to that
0: question. It's 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 pretty funny. I've been I've been asking that question to a few people now and Uh I wouldn't know how to answer that question myself. So, yeah, but I'm I'm proud of myself.
1: (laughs) I'm proud of myself for not like searching for a joke or whatever or just trying to be like silly. Like I'm being honest. Like Mm -hmm. I like that question there. That question does not exist in my lexicon. Has that question ever crossed my (laughs) mind? Not only is that such a hot question. I feel like that's such a good question that i like to think of sometimes like you know we're all people and there's wavelengths that exist and i feel like people that have access to like say netflix or whatever netflix at its prime right they were able to say look at the movie bad santa and they'd be like 25 people stream this at the exact same time on thursday just because of just because vibes are real like i believe vibes are real energy's real right So take that into account. I like to think that when you asked me that question, nobody on planet earth was asking that question at that same time. That's how crazy of a question that was.
0: That's like the Mitch Hedberg joke. The Mitch Hedberg joke when he talks about, he's like, when I, when I go to shave, I just assume someone else is shaving at the same time. So I'm like, I'm going to go shave too. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Uh, That's so great. what about what about um I know I know you're talking about the vibes and stuff what is your opinion on like god and stuff what are it, your beliefs on on th- that bigger picture
1: it changes depending if i want something or not if i want something i'm like <laughs> please god can i have this shit otherwise i chalk it up to you know i had this book once called the uh, the cloud of unknowing I didn't read the book, but I read, like, what the book was about, and I liked that a lot. You read what it
0: was called, and you I read, read the back of called, the book. I read what it was called,
1: and I read the back of the book, and it looked like it was about, like, some priest wrote this book called The Cloud of Unknowing, and it's basically about describing that, and, and this is how I interpreted it, so I could be totally wrong on this, but uh, it was one of those books written by Anonymous, so some Anonymous-like priests mm-hmm. sometime, maybe, I think. Um, But but it was sort of about the idea that whatever God is, it's 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 more like a feeling like that you can't you know, it's so it's so huge that we can't put it in words or maybe it's so amazing that our brains can't even quantify what the fuck it is. So in the book, I think they assign like the feeling of love to being a thing that's very similar to Whatever God is, so, mm-hmm. um. But I'm gonna be honest with you, and mm-hmm. my answer to this question usually bothers a lot of people. I remember I, I told it to my dad at one point. And it's if people don't, this kind of drives people crazy, and and I don't mean it in a in a in a negative way. I think if anybody needs God, I hope that they find what they're looking for, and and that it helps make life easier everything is therapy you know whatever causes you some sort of stress relief rock and roll do your thing you know whatever that god may be god the find, devil whatever it is find
0: find your medicine and use it
1: find your medicine just be a good person you know what uh-huh. i mean to be a good person but um <clears throat> i i'm at the point of my life right now where i don't care and that, and i think it's there's there's people People don't like that answer where it's like, listen, it's not that I don't care. It's it's I don't know. It's I don't care and I don't know yet because at a certain point in my life, say, this is going to sound crazy. Say I'm a millionaire or whatever is financially stable. Um, Say I have a, a, a kids or whatever it is down the road. Once I get to the point where I'm not worried about this basic shit of living and surviving to where... I can have the luxury of contemplating what's up with God. I can't wait to be at that phase of my life because right now I kind of got too much stuff to worry about than to think about that in my opinion. Is that a good answer? Is that?
0: That's a great. It's a great answer. You know, it, it, it really lines up with what we were talking about right before we, right before we started recording when I said it would be, it would be ridiculously arrogant for me to believe that everything would go the exact way I'd expect it to go. All the time. I love. So if Listen, I, if, yeah. If I if I if I uh, believe in this one thing and not and nothing else. If I close my mind to everything else and just believe the thing that I've been taught to believe forever, and nothing else. With just just like this, there's a like, built-in guarantee that someone told me that this was what's going to happen. With that person is also just a person who doesn't know either. So right. uh, I I I, I got a, <clears throat> and I think I I had a. I have one of of my really good friends on the podcast. uh, My friend Jeff told me uh, a bunch of years ago, I I, guess 2018, probably he said um, when I asked him about that sort of stuff, he said, I think I asked him if he thinks, uh, if he thinks about what, what might happen to us when we die. And he responded to me uh, about like, maybe we're not supposed to know. Like it, it, it's, it's it's really like when it comes to the arrogance of us to believe to know that we believe it and we know exactly what is happening. And I I I feel like I've applied that to a lot of things, and that's why I think these kind of <clears throat> these these lessons and these messages mm-hmm. to me in having this these conversations on the record with people who are giving me perspectives on shit that I didn't even know existed. But then I I I start. Uh, There's a, there's a line in, um, in a, in a song by Nako, Nako in the medicine for the people. Mm -hmm. He says, uh, how vain are we to expect a happy ending? Right. And, and uh, that's like with anything, like when it comes to, when it comes to getting closure on a relationship or getting forgiveness from a, from a, a, a loved one or, uh, having this built up resentment, uh, towards somebody, and they come to you and they go, "Hey, I know that uh, I know that I wasn't exactly the right the right person doing the right things at the right time, but I I I fully I fully have the perspective to realize now that I was wrong, like, and and it's like sometimes sometimes that's not enough that like. You've had, you've hold on to that, to that resentment so long that someone's going to come along and just scratch that itch for you. And you're like, ah, I've been used to that itch. I don't want to, I don't want to <laughs> just let that itch go yet. Yeah. So it's all part, it's all constant part of this, uh, knowing and unknowing and learning and evolving. That's part of why not, not just because Corey Castle's my name and it's on the title of the show. That's why I have it at the top, that's not why. It's because uh, if we're we're gonna listen from the start of when I began this to the end, which I hopefully am gonna continue to do this for the rest of my life. If I have the ability to, I will continue to do it. I'm gonna keep hitting the drum. I'm gonna keep hitting this (laughs) drum. I'm gonna do this for the rest of my life, but you're gonna evolve with me. You're gonna watch me and listen to me become a different version of myself. Through right. having these conversations that widen my perspective on things, yeah, not, and zooming out, I love that. I love that. Do, do, and do, uh, like,
1: I, I find it fascinating that people are very selective on what they choose to say. I don't care about where it's like. Look, I've had a TV in my life the entire time. I don't know how that shit works. I've opened one up before. I still don't know how the shit works. I don't know how radio waves work. I'm sure I could watch documentaries on it and stuff like that and figure it out. But I kind of don't care. There's some stuff I want to take for granted. And then I'll worry about these this other stuff that's laid in front of me. And that's okay. Right? Uh,
0: yeah, like, totally. Like, I don't like know. I heard that-
1: my phone was made from slaves. I believe it. That sucks. But... I'm still gonna buy the next one. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. just, you know, I it's I need it for for work for what I do. We need yeah, we need these phones, and I God bless them, and I or whatever universe bless them with good energy, and I hope they continue to make badass phones or whatever it is that they're doing. But you know, it everything everything there's a way to look at everything where it sucks, where even even if even if there isn't a happy ending, there's a way to contort it if you're enough of an optimist to make it seem like a happy ending you know like this sucks but at least they have one ply toilet paper here in hell you know what i mean like there's a way there's a way you can look at it, like, this isn't that bad you know what i mean maybe I- I a, w-
0: a woman say today she ver- she made silver lining things a verb she said Oh just uh, silver. oh at least at least it's not this and at least it's not that because it was you know it and it was in a it, it was in a uh, speech about uh, learning empathy and right. it, and it's like, ah, well, you you're not really giving anybody empathy by going, oh, oh, let's silver lining this real quick.
1: Okay, if there is a hell, I'd be next to that type of person, and every time they say something, that thing would show up. So he's like, "Well, at least we're, you know, not inside of a a whale's asshole." And then the background would Family Guy into this new scene, uh, and we're inside a cut, of a, a whale's asshole. Oh, stop! Shut up, lady! What are you doing? You're making <laughs> this shit worse. <laughs> well,
0: I think, I think when it comes to so many things, I, the the dualistic nature of every single thing we have there's more than two ways to do everything and anything like there's there's all different kinds of cats there's all different kinds of dogs all kinds of races of cats and all kinds of races of dogs (laughs) (laughs) so so it's like so like to think about that and go okay there's heaven and then there's hell uh what are the other options um there's gotta be more than just those two things, right? There's gotta be more than just and it's it's, it's... Yeah, he's like, like listen, I was okay as a person.
1: I made it mm-hmm. to the suburbs of the afterlife. I made right. It... Right. what what <laughs> afterlife did you got? I went I got to the Tim Burton version that was in Beetlejuice. It was weird.
0: The perk the perkbergs. Pergber, the yeah purgatory bergs. Yes.
1: <laughs> how bad is it i mean we have circuit city there so it's not that bad you know so at
0: least we got that i mean <laughs> the silver lining
1: we got cd players uh but it's all right you know there's no mp3 players we got cd players Well,
0: blockbuster's back <laughs> <laughs> now that's ha- it's finally time to watch santa's Slay, starring over
1: <laughs> right i feel like that was one of the last big horror movies that came out when the video store was a thing you know what i mean one of those last straight to video you remember might maybe full moon pictures the guys that made um puppet master and stuff that company uh i felt like that was one of the last uh big video release i used to work in a video store man i was a video store guy i was video store adjacent i worked at a place called hollywood video but there was a video game store inside mm. hollywood video oh, called game, game crazy. crazy i worked at game crazy
0: all right, yeah. Game Cra- Game Crazy sponsored some some wrestling shows that I really? used to be on back in oh. 2000, 2004. Yeah, I feel like Monster. Show.
1: I feel like Monster Energy Drink stole their font. Oh, <laughs>
0: <So>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, why does this look so familiar, <laughs> dude? That's
1: that's amazing, bro. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> but. The reason I was bringing up pro wrestling the first time a long time ago was because we were talking about the, the theme song of Doug changing, and mm-hmm. it's like, like they could have made it they could have made it sound enough like the yeah, mm-hmm. it was good. And, and
1: then
0: and then a little <hang crashed> little <laughs> <Yes. horscarad. laughs> but yeah, But they could have done something in our heads, similar enough that it wouldn't have it could have been like like that whole like vanilla ice thing it's like din 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 and ours goes see there's that little bit of difference right right right. they got to because they did that in wcw with diamond dallas page's theme song ddp they had him come out to a song that sounded just like smells like teen spirit by nirvana Uh huh. it sounded like you were gonna be like oh yeah that's definitely smells like teen spirit but there was no words to it and it was definitely like somebody else playing that song wow uh, just very, very uh, adjacent to the adjacent to the actual. So it's like a like knockoff, like a bootleg, like a bootleg, like a bootleg version of the song, like a cover band did
1: a version of it. it's a version mm-hmm. of it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but at least that mm-hmm. sounded like something you recognize. Sometimes when they change these theme songs, it's something that's unfamiliar, uncomfortable. It's different. It's different but it's okay and i i was saying doug it might have also been i think Rocco's modern life is the one i'm thinking about that might have done it but i feel like i think i do know doug went to abc and i was like i can't have any part of this it's a little different you know what i mean like i like the uh-huh. nickelodeon classic you get what i'm saying i
0: didn't i didn't realize Rocco's modern life had moved to, to i don't think they moved i think they movie. just
1: changed the they just changed the song uh they were rebranded oh, sure. mm-hmm.
0: How could you? How could you change anything from the 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 theme song? Just said what the name of the show was. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And then then like everyone, it would go. Rock ma, in like a sing-songy way, and they go Rock goes modern life, and then like that yeah, was just, yeah just that was it. Exactly. Yo, you think the people
1: that did Rock Lobster did that song? That sounds like a similar uh, guy. Uh, that sounds uh, oh, like yeah. Rock Rockers, modern life. <laughs> well,
0: maybe, maybe it's just maybe it's just my impersonation of it, it sounds B fifty two y Okay, got uh, you,
1: got you, got you. Uh,
0: uh, <laughs> 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 well, I, I, I always thought that all of their songs were like so dumb. I remember as a kid, (laughs) I remember as a kid being like, what is this guy? No one talks like that. No one. How is this music?
1: But there's, I love, listen, I, as I've gotten older, I am fans of guys that sing in a weird it, that's kind of how they talk kind of way you know what I mean like you listen to some early Trent Reznor he just sounds like the nerdiest whitest guy in his basement but it's catchy as fuck and it works you know what I mean he's just you know what I mean <laughs> bow down before the one you serve you're going to get what you deserve I bow down before and it's, the, it's just talking there's no singing
0: He's just talking. <laughs> the doing the robot while singing that.
1: That's what <laughs> it, you know he was doing that in the sound booth and it, and it just felt right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You forget yeah. how many you forget. Listen, people when you think Smash Mouth, everybody thinks of that same Fucking song. They had like a new song every three weeks. There was a new song with those guys. Do you remember that? Everybody likes to think it's, oh yeah, the All-Star guys. Fuck that. I remember before All-Star, there was always a different... You know what I mean? They had that... What do you got? You might as well be walking on the sun. I, <laughs> I, I,
0: I, I tried on stage once. I tried to get this bit over and talking about that song. And I would go and I was like, who approved that song? Who said, Yeah, let's make that a song? And then have be like, Well, the year stopped coming and they don't stop coming. Yes, <laughs> of course, they don't stop coming. <laughs> well, what? Who wants to add that in the song? Right. Man, they
1: had so many, but they had a lot of hits. They had a lot of hits. Yeah, they did that that Shrek song, the Shrek song. But they had more. They had more. They they could even they re, they would redo other songs that were like. Popular songs, but it but he's just singing it with that weird voice that he has, you know what I mean. And then I saw her face, yeah, I'm a believer, you know what I mean. They were on the oh, basketball I'm... soundtrack, you know, like, why can't we be friends? What's why can't thing? we be friends? Yes, and he just singing uh... that weird voice, yes.
0: Oh man, I are you fact was... checking me?
1: Are you fact no, checking me right I... now? Okay. No, I... that was them, that was them.
0: Sure. No, I. I remember, I remember from the dude. Basketball was so great, and oh. I feel like I feel like not enough people can uh, riff about basketball with me. And, Bro, and in really... the movie
1: theater, just the whole that their friend little bitch when he's like, "No, that's Jenkins' bed. That's your bed, right?" Squeak. Crying, I was crying, <laughs> laughing in that movie.
0: <laughs> he's like, "You guys rip on me twelve or thirteen more times, and I'm out of here." <laughs>
1: Bro, that movie was so fucking fun. I remember being in the movie theater, that that locker room scene where you saw both of their gigantic dicks. I'm like, this is the funniest fucking shit. Like, what is this movie? What is this? What is this?
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, it's like, how am I gonna have a chicken here? And he's like, you'll never have a chicken here. You couldn't get a chicken You couldn't get a chick if you had a hundred dollar hanging out of your, out of your zipper. <laughs>
1: Oh my god, bro! <laughs> yeah, movies like that. People are like, "Why do you stand up?" You know what? Shit like basketball, Adam Sandler movies. I just want to make a movie and put my fucking friends in it, bro. Like, which I'm I'm going about it the wrong way. You know what I mean? I should have just been writing the script this whole time. But I was like, I like stand up. I feel like I, it, it hits a lot of the hits a lot of buttons. But you know, that's the. I mean, that would be amazing, bro. Well, I think surround that... yourself with your friends and, and being a stupid movie. It'd be fun. I,
0: I think that it the the validation boxes must be ticked and i think that when it comes to getting when when you when you get that instant gratification of a laugh it it's like you're not gonna experience that when you're in a movie unless you're at a showing of that movie and you watch everybody laugh or like i mean I've, i've made a few a few movies where like i'll like watch the person i'm i'm watching it with to see how they react. I'm like, oh, I don't want to see dude. you do know, like, <laughs> They better laugh at this part. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's, um, y-
1: y- we did y- y- mm. You know what I miss in movies though that I think they should bring back. I was a huge DVD guy, so I loved oh, the like commentary. Stuff. Like I was like, this is my film school, bro. Like I watched every special feature. You know what I mean? And sometimes even bad movies had great commentaries on it. Where the director's like, here's where I fucked up. You know what I mean? Like I remember watching mm-hmm. the the commentary for like Monkey Bone. And you know <laughs> what I mean? And the guy's like, Well, look, they wanted I want to make an R-rated movie, they want to make a PG movie. We settled on this. PG-13 thing, you know, Willard, same thing, like sometimes even bad movies. Um, and, and I don't know. I just, I love, I love that whole culture that, you know, I get that Blu-rays look better and stuff like that, but we got to bring back the su- the supplemental features, man. It was fun. You, you would actually get to hear the people making the movie celebrate each other in the movie. You get to hear what they actually sound like as people. You know what I mean? It was a wonderful culture.
0: That, that was Pre podcast, podcast Pre
1: podcast. Like, it was pre podcast. It was pre pre streaming movies all the time. That that was when the video store existed.
0: When you would rent I, think, the DVD. I think every every Kevin Smith movie I watched oh with God. the commentary on like a million times. Absolutely. Um,
1: Even the cartoon show, the the clerk's yeah, the animated clerks cartoon. Series. And great. And like, I never would have known like show the DVD. Oh, yes, all,
0: all that stuff. And that's that's how I like got introduced to 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 like Neil Brennan as being being like as, yeah. as much of a big deal as I kind of uh found him to be later on, like especially like going and listening to a bunch of podcasts that he's on and like watching his stand-up specials. It's 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 really cool. And um I wanted to do I wanted to do a podcast. Uh <clears throat> I'm I'm gonna tell you this idea and uh and it's okay if somebody steals it because I want it to exist. A commentary so, of the commentary. No what's, so, what's up. So we'll do uh like some wrestling matches will have what's called alternative commentary on them so like you can like if you're watching the dvd of wrestling you can hit alternative commentary and then there'll be like instead of it being like jr and jerry lawler it'll be like the wrestlers who are in that match and the referee wow, that in that i didn't know that so, existed so i wanted to do it where we did a alternate commentary but it's it's alternate commentary on movies so watch along watch along with movies and be like oh this is the alternate commentary track but it's just people lying about how they were the real director of the movie like (laughs) oh you see that jerk in the background right there oh he had a real problem with showing everybody his balls like you (laughs) just like make up a bunch of stuff about the inner makings of this movie that that you weren't a part of
1: that's funny that's funny I, I do like commentaries with people that weren't involved in movies though. I remember there was this movie. Uh do you ever see the rules of attraction? That Roger Avery movie? Was that the James Vanderbeek?
0: Yes. The the Dawson?
1: Yes. Yeah, that movie <laughs> was sick, bro. It was based wow. on a Bret Easton Ellis novel. the the the, the James Van character was like the brother of Patrick Bateman from um, American mm-hmm. Psycho. Mm-hmm. But what's crazy about that comp that movie is on the back of the DVD. I used to look at the special features and be like, okay, what's on this movie? And it had all the it had like the commentary and stuff like that. And then under special features, it had like just a cartoon carrot, like a Bugs Bunny looking carrot. And I'm like, I wonder what that is. That's such a weird thing to put on the back of a DVD. I put the DVD in there, and I want to say you click on the carrot or whatever and the movie just starts playing and there's a commentary and it, and you just hear the the person talk and like all right I'm going to watch this movie I've never seen this movie before I've never heard of it I'm going to see what it is what's mm-hmm. up I'm carrot top and you hear carrot top ah! watching watching rules of attraction for the first time you just hear him react like wait is that is that fred savage that's fred (laughs) savage that's fred fucking savage doing heroin right now what the fuck is this movie bro it was one of the funniest commentaries i've ever heard in my life nobody talks about it i remember uh the movie uh that brendan fraser movie bedazzled where it was him Mm -hmm. and uh uh what's her elizabeth hurley elizabeth hurley
0: Mm -hmm. right you've
1: seen that movie Okay, so I remember renting that movie because you got free, you got free movies when you worked at Game Crazy, right? So I got like five free movies a week or some yes. more shit, right? It was great. Bonus, bonus. So th- that's why I was there. I'm like, wait, I don't have any of the stress of dealing with normies. I just get to talk to kids all day and fuck with people. This is great. Like, you know what I mean? It was great. So, uh, so I remember popping in, bedazzled, and. I would always look for Easter eggs every now and then. And I remember I was like, oh shit, you can click on like the snake's eyes that like, like Elizabeth Hurley had like a, like a boa constrictor or something. not the snake on her. And you Mm can click on the snake. And when you clicked on it, it showed you an alternate wish that they deleted from this movie. And the movie was PG 13, but this wish is R rated. Anybody listening to this can look it up on YouTube. The volume's a little low, but I promise you it is the funniest thing Brendan Fraser has ever done, and it is so fucking. And I love Brendan Fraser shit. I love *George of the Jungle*. I love *The Mummy*. I like Brendan Fraser. Uh,
0: Encino Man.
1: Encino Man. You, you name Brendan Fraser is a he's a beast. Oh yeah. But this 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 deleted scene, if I ever could talk to Brendan Fraser, I'd be like, bro, that deleted scene on *Bedazzled*. What the fuck was that? <laughs> like.
0: and and you'd be like and be like hey you've been on lots of podcasts but what is one question you've always wanted to be asked you'd be like about the deleted scene from 1000
1: it was so good bro it was an (laughs) alternate wish first of all the movie's pg-13 the deleted scene is r-rated so they had to like bleep out cuss words the whole time in the deleted scene he wishes he was a rock star and he's Mm -hmm. a rock star that keeps od'ing and fucking his girlfriend in front of everybody backstage, and Yo. it is the funniest fucking thing because he's got like a he's like a British guy, you know what I mean? Order the fucking crim Brew light, <laughs> I don't want to ruin it. Watch the shit, you'll see what I'm talking about. It's so funny, it's so funny, and it, and it looks to be the biggest budgeted scene in the movie that they deleted. You know
0: what about what about the 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 uh,
1: what about Airheads, dude? Oh, red and Airheads. I saw Airheads, Houston, Texas. Opening night, everybody in the audience got a cassette of the soundtrack from the movie. The Lone Rangers. And I never listened, bro. I never, trust me, I never listened to that type of music or anything, but I thought Airheads was so cool that I listened to that (laughs) shit. I mean, fuck, I think Kramer was in that movie. Like, everybody, (laughs) that movie was crazy, bro. That was a crazy movie, man. Steve Buscemi. Adam Sandler, oh my oh, yeah. God, bro! I wow. love those R-rated. He only made a couple of them back then, but those R-rated Adam Sandler movies, like that Bulletproof with Damon Wayans. Oh yeah, I remember oh, thinking
0: it's like, like <laughs> bro, such a vibe. <laughs> yeah, bro. That dog, that dog, you that dog. That, when the dog is licking his that, right. I feel like that's kind of the dog you were talking about earlier with the flat face. One hundred percent. Yes. And, yes. And, and it's like, oh, that dog. That that dog just got done licking his nuts. He's trying to get the flavor out of his mouth. <laughs> Right? And I'll tell you what, there, there was another deleted scene that I would tell
1: people about all the time, and it was on that movie uh, Unbreakable with Bruce Willis, the one that mm-hmm. um, M. Night Shyamalan directed, right? Yeah. And yeah. there's a there's a scene in the movie, I, again, I, I remember watching the commentary, I think it was the biggest budgeted scene in the movie, but they cut it out of the movie because for some reason it didn't fit, and it was a scene where the Samuel Jackson character was a kid, he's Mr. Glass, his bones are made out of glass or whatever, they're very brittle, and he gets on a teacup ride at like a carnival and the teacup spinning around and just breaking all of his fucking bones, like breaking all this little kid's bones and fucking them up. And Mm -hmm. it's a very dark scene in this PG 13 movie. And I would tell people about like, this is, the deleted scene on that movie was insane anyway years later they made us they made that movie split which was like a uh i guess kind of oh, like a part a, two a sequel yeah yeah to that or whatever uh-huh. and they yeah. made a third one Follow or split up. was yeah. the third one whatever but anyway it, I, they ended up making three movies
0: mm-hmm. oh man what was, the one bug, called? Bug what was the second
1: one called whatever uh uh uh, uh shit well, I feel uh, like the second no. one was called Split and the third one was called Don't Split on the Broken Glass and it was the third one, right? I feel like. But anyway, yeah, Split was definitely the second one because that was the one about the, no, the, James, the James McAvoy, James McAvoy. Uh-huh. And then they made, And then they made a third one, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But in the third movie, when it brought the Unbreakable shit in there, mm-hmm. I'm watching the movie and my friend's like, listen, Chase, you have to watch Split. I'm not going to say why. You just have to watch this movie. I go, okay. So I'm watching it on an airplane and sure enough, they play the deleted scene from it's the first the one where Samuel Jackson was a little kid and he's getting his ass broken up by the it's the same scene. They they wow. use the deleted scene.
0: They use the footage. And-
1: bro
0: oh that's awesome and
1: i was like and like i'm like the only one like does nobody know what just fucking happened this is like a 10 year old (laughs) thing that they didn't use for the movie and now they brought it back i love
0: that. that's like that's like you were a fan of a punk band before they sold out yes (laughs) you're like i like them before they sold out and that's how you were about that scene that teacup scene yep
1: Sorry, you seem like you're fun to geek out with. You like movies. This is yeah. fun. This is oh, yeah. this is the longest for, for the listeners at home. This is the longest conversation me and this guy I've ever had. We probably mm-hmm. talked for like ten minutes at the at the stand comedy club one day. Like, this is my <laughs> podcast sometime. I'm like, all right, cool, yeah, I'll do whatever. So,
0: yeah, that's how this happened. So, awesome. Well, uh, it let let's let's kind of unbox that a little bit because you you were talking a little bit ago about how you're like really into vibes and. Yeah. How that started was you came up to me and my girlfriend and you were like, You guys have you guys have a vibe. Like if you guys had a podcast, I'd want to listen to it. I'm like, <laughs> as a matter of fact, I do have a podcast and you can be on So <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't just like we met and I was like, hey be on my podcast. Right?
1: Like, yeah, you could just tell. I'm like, oh you guys are fun. Like where's where's y'all's podcast at for sure? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, well it hasn't started yet but we're, we're we're planning on doing um what we're planning on doing is uh i set up a, a, a google voice number so that people can call it and leave voice messages on mm-hmm. and in the voice messages they can ask us questions or oh. advice like relationship advice yeah or it should any... be
1: relationship advice because you guys you right. guys seem like you have it together you guys seem like you have sex with each other a lot that's a good thing people need to hear <laughs> They need to be a part of that. You know what I mean? Like, yo, how do you keep it interesting? How do you keep things spicy? All sorts of stuff like that. People mm-hmm. want to know. People want to know. You guys don't seem sick of each other. Do you know what I mean? That's a good thing. You know what I mean? And it's a good, and it's a good vibe. Like, you guys are the couple that you invite when it's like, oh, we have all these shrooms. We have too many shrooms. Who should we call? <laughs> you should get the castles to come over here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So it's also funny because talking about the vibe stuff and the, the the vibe stuff to me is I I feel like we are like every bit of us exists inside of vibes. Everything is energy. All of the like uh, I had in 2011 I had I had some some brain stuff. Mm. They they had scanned my brain. They gave me this cool scar over here. Oh nice. Mm-hmm. You know, little, you know, just a little minor brain surgery. Some brain like, surgery, okay. Right. And uh, they Ouch. had done, they had done all these bra- they had done all these scans, and they were showing me a live feed of, of like what it looks like inside of my brain, and I was seeing all these elect- electricity. It was all this like energy, and I was like. That's did the god. brain
1: did the brain go haywire when it saw mm-hmm. itself you're like what the fuck uh, <laughs> like i like, could just see sparks like i don't want
0: to i don't want to say it was a live feed because i wasn't hooked up looking at it but i mean i it was it was video of what my brain looked like and i was like that's that's god in there
1: unexplainable that, god the it. universe yes bro
0: and and that the electricity that 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 fires all all the parts of my brain that keep my my limbs moving that that puts the that puts the wind through the trees and creates oxygen for us to breathe that's all what god is to me i think that that we are some of what god is
1: 100 absolutely god is us absolutely you you know the 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 most i feel i feel i feel really what's the word called that starts with an e when you're like um uh like buddhists use it a lot where you're like Almost euphoria? like you transit not euphoria um euphoric. you feel you feel euphoric you, you definitely feel euphoric but you feel very um close in, to God is enlightened. The word I'm look- in that's the word I'm looking for. there's something about when I watch Carl Sagan that guy does it for me where it, just that episode 9 of his cosmos the original where he talks about the life of stars and how we all came from stars and the same stuff that's inside stars is inside us and trees and all this other shit i i can feel there's whatever it is i don't know how to explain it i might not understand in my lifetime if you want to sum it up and call it god the universe whatever you want to call it there's something huge up there So I get, I get, I get that. You know what I mean? I get it. I 100%, but I couldn't imagine looking at my brain and that sounds wild. That sounds wild. So do
0: you, okay. So experiencing loss in life, like as far as like family members passing or Mm -hmm. loved ones uh, no longer being with us. 100%. Where do you think they went?
1: Oh, I, I I don't. Okay, this is gonna sound. Um, so what I like to think is it's so funny because I already said that you know about God or whatever it is. I don't I I don't understand right now, and I don't, and I will make time to understand that at some point. But It's a lot mm-hmm. to think about. Um, in 2015, uh, my dad got cancer, and my mom became his friend for like a month and then she had like a debilitating stroke and then when she got out of the hospital he passed away but she was still like she had one of those strokes where you can't walk you can't talk or anything like that so i felt like i kind of lost them both at the exact same time like the best way i could describe it is like it felt like they both died in a car wreck because it happened like so fast you know and they were divorced and when i was at my my mom's house i was an extrovert and at my dad's house. Uh, I was an introvert because he was super religious and very strict, and my mom was super loose and fun and laughing all the time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I like to think that what happens to you, or what what I would hope would happen. Let me put it that way. What I what I would what I think would be pretty badass. What I would like if I could if I could have one wish about whatever it is that happens. I I, I think it's you are your vibe and you look how you want to look but you're your vibe basically of you in your prime you know when some people get old their brains start going bad you know like i know lots of people who you know like their parents uh you know maybe they get older they become a little mean they become a little racist bigots whatever have you you know what i mean they get a little fucked up but i like to think that before your brain starts going bad, if 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 there if there's a God that like loves us or whatever, if there's something that can do that, uh, I would like to think that it's the vibe of of you at your prime, at your full potential, and you some in some way, shape or form, get to celebrate that. That's what I would want to happen. You know, before your brain started going bad, before before the chemicals started getting fucked up, you know what I mean? before all that shit happened. Let it be the ultimate version of, of, of yourself that's not bogged down by all this all this uh, bullshit and this politics and all this stuff that's separating people. Let it be a version of you that's just in love with everything. Basically, I hope it's everybody's just on Molly 24-7 in the
0: afterlife, if that makes any sense. That, that kind of leads into the question I was going to ask you next. <laughs> do, do, you have, do you have any experience with psychedelic drugs?
1: I've, 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 dabbled. I've not, not a whole lot, but uh, yeah, I've, I've definitely dabbled a little bit here and there. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I like, I like, I like a mushroom. I like, a, I'm a mushroom guy. You know what I mean? i like, you know, you know, maybe once every, you know, few months or whatever, you know, you know, just stare at some watching clouds dissipate. I remember this cause I did it two days ago. Um, just staring, <laughs> sitting on the grass, putting your, first of all, taking your shoes and socks off and putting your humanoid feet on the grass. That is a very I've, th- what's up?
0: I learned that's called grounding.
1: Well, Chase De needs to ground. Uh, <laughs> that's my church. You know what I mean? I need to put my feet on some motherfucking grass. Hopefully, no ants around, but I like to put my feet on some grass, man, and just look up and watch clouds dissipate. And and, I, and I'll be honest with you. I need to look at some stars like as soon as possible. Like like there's I love feeling small. That's one of my top 3 favorite things of all time. Like let me take me someplace where there's no clouds and I'm not a light pollution. You know what I mean? That's a great thing about comedy is I feel like I can just maybe like call up a comedian that's you know performing in the middle of nowhere hey i see you're in bumfucked egypt can i go out there and open for you real quick i just want to you know what i mean like i just want to i just need to look at some stars bro what's up you know what i mean like let me look at some stars at night dude you know i love that but be that as it may yeah man I, i i think uh you know, I think I read an article once and they were like, you know, they gave a bunch of 40-year-olds mushrooms and uh a lot of their families and stuff and even the people themselves either said it was one of the best things that they ever did or their family said they had more empathy now. And I was all about having more empathy cuz I felt like when I was like 30, I you know, you, you 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 feel like you know your personality and stuff like that, but there's always room to sort of expand your your um consciousness and stuff like that like you know what i mean like i think a lot of people they say your their personalities get locked in at a certain point and the the only way to sort of get out of that might be from some sort of therapy whether it be therapy uh psychotherapy psychedelics whatever you gotta you gotta treat yourself and and you know a lot of people are in the same box so whatever helps you sort of look out of that box if it's a if it's a nice drug i wouldn't recommend like the you know the drugs that are bad but You know, if it's a a mind expanding, um, Mm -hmm. you know, treat it like medicine. You know what I mean? I I don't I don't I don't want to ever do means, I mean, not ever, but most people, you know, a lot of people that that do things like that are trying to escape reality. And I only ever want to have it enhance reality when I have my feet back on the ground when I'm back. You know what I mean? I want to look at tomorrow uh, in a better way. You know what I mean? Be a more empathetic person. You know what I mean? And, you know.
0: Can we rewind for a second? Go and
1: ahead.
0: Uh, when you said when I was thirty, how old are you? I'm thirty nine. Okay, well, yeah. we're the same age. We're the same age. Yes, I'm thirty eight. I'll, I'll 38. be thirty eight. Yeah. Well, so we're you and I. We're the same age. We're people.
1: the same. We get it. You know, we want the same shit. You know what I mean? Beekman's World shit. We know what's up. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> That's a very very deep cut. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a deep cut. It's a deep <laughs> cut, but he, you know what? He's the last science popularizer outside of Sagan that I really liked. Do you know what I mean? Not that there's anything wrong with these other guys, but Beekman was fun. He was a fun anyway, it's a deep cut. Don't worry about that. I,
0: <laughs> I got I got just a just a couple more things real quick and i'll I'll send you off into the sunset with a hot dog and a handshake. Oh yeah. Okay, so I, am I, I allowed to say... ask
1: you these same questions or do your fans already know these questions? Do you already know these well, questions?
0: Bear with me just one moment. Okay. <laughs> so I want to make sure I say to you, uh, while we're right here right now, timestamp this, uh, what, what is it? The 22nd, of, the 22nd of June, 2022. 22, 22, 22, 22. to want to make sure I say to you, while we're on the record, we're timestamping this right now, um, how grateful I am that you, have have uh, paid me the currency of your effort, not just in uh, in doing this and setting this up with me, but the fact that that we're we're just we're just existing here in this level. And I want to I want to make sure you know how much I value that. I While am- we're on the record, I want thank you. I want to I want to also extend to you that. If you ever feel like there's anything uh, that you can't talk about with other people or anything like that, if if you just need a friend, if you just need judgment-free conversation, dude, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. Bro, that means, oh,
1: my heart, bro. What the hell? What are you doing to my heart? What is this? What is this horse shit? I didn't sign up for this. What is this? (laughs) This is insane. You're like the reverse Disney up. What is this, a Pixar movie? What are you doing to me? Oh.
0: that felt so, lo- <laughs> so good. I just I, I lost my hat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god, bro! Right. You you ever see that movie AI with Haley Joel Osment where he's like a, that was a,
0: a Spielberg <laughs> flick, right?
1: Yeah, right, right. It's like Spielberg picking up a picking up an old uh, Kubrick movie that Kubrick didn't get to finish, and Spielberg's like, "I'll do this. I'm gonna put Gigolo mm-hmm. Joe in it." And you're mm-hmm. that fucking teddy bear in that movie, bro. You know what I mean? You're that you're <laughs> good, bro. You're like a <laughs> teddy watch. Ruxpin that can walk and talk.
0: <laughs> and wrestle
1: and, uh, and podcast. But
0: <laughs> we're, we're gonna have to gonna have to re-explore that movie. It might be on HBO Max. I'm gonna have to search. Not, not the best movie.
1: Just, just look at the trailer for it. You're fine. Just look at the trailer. You see what I'm talking about. You'll, you'll, you'll see the bear in the trailer. He doesn't say much. So but I what I wanted- it. Ditto, likewise, dude. If you ever need anything, I'm 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 surprisingly up late a lot. You know, But I'm a morning person mostly. Surprisingly. I don't know how that happened.
0: Well, uh, this is this serves as a cool time stamp for our first like, like full conversation, and it's rad as hell. And I'm excited that it's just the beginning. I'm Same. excited that it's just the beginning, and I'm excited to see where we go from here. Yeah. So, if you wanna if you wanna talk about trying to maybe write a script or wanna work on some jokes or workshops and stuff text me dude all the time i feel like we got a
1: similar vibe i feel like you know i think we could you could make a movie or something for sure i think you 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 get we we like the same shit you know what i mean it's good it's good
0: so with that being said here's your opportunity i'm handing i'm handing the host role to you for just a moment so that you can ask or say to me anything you'd like to ask or say What's
1: your psychedelic situation? What's up? Because you asked me a lot of questions that I never thought. <laughs> What's your psychedelic situation? What's your God situation? Similar questions. I don't want to feel like I'm just, you know, I felt like I was being interviewed a little bit, but we were also having a conversation, but I was I was also, I'm also curious about some of that stuff for you too. And it might be a heavy handed question for right now. Feel free to just answer one or two of them right now, if you wish. Um, That's it. That's it. All
0: right. Well, I'll I'll try I'll try to tackle it all pretty pretty succinctly. Um, Good so, word. I like that succinctly.
1: I like that. I like so,
0: that. So the the God situation, I I kind of already answered that inside of the the when you the, saw your the, brain, en- the, the energy and the vibe that 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 is that is what created life on on this planet and every other planet. The entire entire existence is that, is that is that vibe.
1: And, and, do you, and do you also think it's not something that maybe we could quantify in English maybe just yet? Maybe it's too great of a thing? Do you, do you agree with me I on don't, that? I, maybe don't think, that...
0: I, I don't think we'll ever be able to figure that out. I think that's...
1: Uh, we got so much in common, bro! We got what, what, so much! Okay.
0: <laughs> Bri- you know Brian Regan, right? Yeah. Brian Regan was once on You Made It Weird, Pete Holmes' podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, and he, he answered the question. Pete asked, uh, what do you think happens when you die? And he said... Uh, that's the one question that nobody knows and everyone will find out. And uh, the way he answered that, I, I just, I, it stuck with me. Yeah. And and when he asked that question to Dana Carvey, Dana Carvey said, um, Dana Carvey said, where were you during the Civil War? That's where you'll go. Uh, Damn. And, and that, that stuck with me. And, so and I,
1: will, I will never have a quotable answer of that because my shit is just like 10,000
0: paragraphs of. <laughs> oh, well, well, well I, 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 summarized it. I think uh, I, you know, when it comes to, when it comes to hearing things and then taking what your interpretation of it is and, and polishing it off, like um, Jeff Foxworthy was on this documentary called I am comic. And he said, he quote, he said this thing, uh, uh, as uh, you, you as a human, you just have all these thoughts that zoom through your brain all day, throughout the entire day. As comics, it's our job to catch that thought, shine it off, and display it to you. Right. So and- he may have said that exact thing, or he may have said something that varies that on that, but that's the way I'll continue to say it, the same way as I'll quote that the that Brian Regan thing that way, and I'll quote that Dana Carvey thing that way, so... Forgive me if I'm not <laughs> verbatim. Not at, all.
1: not at all. Hey, look, my problem is you know, maybe I'd be way more successful if, if if I did the whole shine off thing. Mine just sort of just like right out of there. Just I'm big I'm big on the word vomit. I'm trying to get better at it. But also it's either it's either that's gonna happen or I shut down a little bit. So I'd rather I'd rather, you know, when I'm comfortable and I can you make it easy to flow, bro. You make it easy for me to feel my thoughts and express myself. And be myself around you. You know, not a lot of people have that vibe, but I feel like your vibe is, you know, very, you know, cauliflower. Like, you can compliment anything on a plate, and it's just incredible. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, it's like, I'm glad this is here. I like, I need this texture. This wow. needed this texture.
0: I'm, I'm going to quote Norm MacDonald real quick in the in the Bob Sackett roast when he said, you've got a face like a flower. A cauliflower, because you're ugly. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, cauliflower in, in combat sports is when your ear gets all gross and yucky mm-hmm. The cauliflower ear uh, I, I have some friends that have that and I thought that was going to happen to me at some point I'm so glad it didn't because right it looks like it hurts <laughs> um,
1: I always thought you could get it make it happen to yourself if you just kept doing this all day or something would that make it happen to you you think if you just beat your ear up like that all day
0: you know, just just stay consistent with it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think that, that there must be some type of uh, pressure. I think it has to be with like being in a in a grapple, a headlock, right? Right. Uh, in in ECW, they did an angle where um, an angle they did like a storyline where uh, the one wrestler, Chris Candido they had, they had acted like it took like the two pounds of pressure and they ripped, they like ripped his ear off. They like, act, they like gimmicked it, like that, that his ear and he had this head, like the wrestle, like, like amateur wrestling headset on, like trying to protect right, right. his ear. And I was like, Oh, you know what? I've never really seen. And then and recently, recently I worked, I, I had a match where I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to act like I got the inside scoop on this dude who had maybe, maybe he had some sort of ear problem so like I just worked his ear the whole match. It was just like everything. I kept going back to his ear. I kept boxing his ears, and he was like ah. And I was I'd walk him around by his ear, and he was holding. And I was like I've never seen anybody do that. So I just want to make sure that what I, the things I do are things that maybe like I've never seen before. But if I was watching it, I'd want to see. Yeah. I want to see something like that. Yeah.
1: And yeah, (laughs) making it fun for you. Also, people are empathetic. Like we want to watch somebody having fun. You know what I mean? Like more so than a technical thing or whatever. Like sometimes it's it's just fun to watch someone having fun, you know, and and the only way to make that happen for yourself is whatever
0: you think is fun. You know, I like that. It's a good vibe. So the the next segment I like to call audio time travel. Okay. So uh, I like to say, the people who care about you the most or the people who the the people who become like, who are your mega fans? Like, honestly, like right now we're still both in the, like, we're not super rich or famous or anything, but let's say that's coming. And, and right now is still just the timestamp of right before when that happens. So in, let's say, fast forward 2042, somebody who loves you stumbles across this audio, stumbles across this episode, because this stuff's outliving living us. That's why I wanted to make sure I said on the record, all that, that really cool stuff and how excited I am about this just being the beginning. Uh, on the record, in a timestamp of, of this uh, 2222 right now, what is the message that you're giving to the folks in the future? that are stumbling across this they're listening to you right now speaking to them directly in the future these next sentences what what can you say to inspire them to be a better version of themselves tomorrow than they are today i've i've said this before
1: but i i can't drive this home enough i think um let's just use movies as an example because You know, Corey and I seem to really like movies, but you can use any sort of uh, similar situation for this, right? Your life right now is a movie that's playing on a TV screen, and you're the star, right? Everyone else who's a celebrity in the movie, it's like you're watching a movie and someone's obsessed with a fake celebrity. They're not real celebrities. They're just people playing celebrities whatever. The only real star in this movie is you. And there's one person watching this movie in the movie theater and that's the ultimate version of you however you project that version of yourself it can it's ever changing you know the 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 clothes are always changing to whatever you perceive the ultimate version of yourself but that person walks how you want to talk eats how you want to eat fucks how you want to fuck that's you that's the ultimate version of you and that person's watching their origin story and that person loves you that person loves you no matter what. It's like, oh, I remember when I had McDonald's this time. But they, they, they never hate on you. They're always loving, loving you. That voice in your head that shits on yourself. Fuck that asshole. Like, that person's talked enough. Let that person that loves you... Guide you, and you can put whoever else you want in that movie theater. You can put, you know, uh, your mom in her prime, your dad in her prime before he was an asshole, Bruce Willis in his prime from Die Hard, if you like that character. Whatever you can put whoever you want in that movie theater. But the core is the ultimate version of yourself is watching that movie. They love you. They're rooting for you, and you can become that person if you keep doing your thing and that person's evolving as well. And it's all just, it's all, everybody in that room is all love, baby. It's all love. So, you know, I know, I know it sounds weird, but, but that's everybody's vibe. That's, that's, that's the vibe theater. I don't have a word for it or whatever, but that's just, you know, let, let that carry you and don't overthink too much stuff. And take care of yourself, I guess. is that is that good? That's what I think. That's yeah. That's great. Do and and I'm also I, vicariously talking to myself as I say that shit. so do, do you mind if I <laughs>
0: piggyback uh, piggyback a theory from that? Do it. Uh, I, i've I've said this on this podcast many, many times, but I, I remember I remember being a kid, and my mom had set up in in the room where like our toys and stuff were. The toy box had this this area where you could set it up like a desk. And then it could turn into a bench, mm-hmm. so I remember sitting at it like it was a desk, and I remember looking up uh, on this wall here, there was a map of the world, and on this map here there was a map of the United States and and there was a, a TV and like maybe Sega was paused or something and and I remember and I remember being like, "Who is seeing what's coming out of my eyes?" I was like, I was saying like my whole life is a movie to." Aliens, or God, or whatever, and I started looking at my life. I don't. I mean, I was like seven or something, so I wasn't really like, oh, I'm really exploring my life. But I remember looking at my life, being like, uh, this is this is a show, and every day is an episode. And and I was really, I, as I got older and I started remembering that I that I had that thought when I was younger, I started thinking about the type of cast I would want in my film like i started like oh this person uh you know go go work on a different series not this one (laughs) <laughs> oh, that, yeah, that guy's life is an A24 movie. Get the fuck out of my
1: movie. You're not right. even, you're a different genre. You know what I mean? You're
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's in a different, different section of Blockbuster, has your movie in it. Go, yeah. Go, go, I'm in go the, there. I'm
1: in this like Pee Wees playhouse. I'm in fun shit over here. You're, that's, you're, you know, get that Darren Aronofsky shit the fuck away from me.
0: That's crazy. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. Real quick. Uh, you were talking about the movie unbreakable and when i was a kid that movie was shot here in in philly really so um there was a girl that was in my drama class in high school who was the babysitter she had a role as the she had a like a walk-on role as the babysitter in that in that movie like the the oh, the, the, oh they left the money on the whatever she had like a line or something mm-hmm. and i remember then when that happened, being like, "This is way more possible than I ever thought it was possible." Yeah. And and then, like, doing the shit I wanted to do. The really funny part about it was that girl. That girl was like, "What?" She was like the the head of like the improv comedy troupe that, out of our school, and I I had like auditioned for the improv comedy troupe and. And she was like, oh, yeah, we'd really love to have you continue to do it. We, we practice on, like, Tuesdays. And I was like, oh, I, I, I train at wrestling school on Tuesday. <laughs> like, so I couldn't do it. And it's so, it was so hard. I remember trying to get this person to understand, like, what wrestling was and, like, w- why I was doing it. And, and I was giving up this idea. Like, so I think I decided first that I wanted to be a stand-up comedian. And, uh, and then I found pro wrestling. And then I put stand-up comedy away for a while. and i i unboxed that way later but i remember from this girl and that 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 stuff has nothing to do with uh being inspired by this person who was in film so then later on i went on and i was extras in some films and i've done some some movie stuff all based off of me going like if that girl can do it if that girl can do it i can do it better probably I I I could play a babysitter in an M Night Shyamalan movie for show. <laughs> but well, but when you said Aronofsky, I I was an extra in an Aronofsky movie also in The Wrestler. That,
1: oh that, shit! There you go. There you go. So
0: I was actually directed by Darren Aronofsky. Wow! Wow! So it's just a, a a a fun, cute, fun, that. cute little. Secular, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, cyclical, cyclical, uh, full circle moment. Full there.
1: circle moment. There you go. The energy's um, real. I, why would I? Why would I throw that name out there? I'm thinking uh, horror movie Darren Aronofsky. I forgot that he did the Wrestler and shit. I, my head's thinking. I'm thinking of the of uh, Requiem uh, for a Dream and and you know, pie. Well, I was like horror movies. I was, like I that. was thinking yeah. of
0: that movie earlier when we were we were talking about like something we're talking about that the clerks
1: animated series. Cause I think the same guy did the music. I think that was, might've
0: been Clint Mansell. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. And, but, but Marlon Wayans, he was like, he, he was in that. And he was like, totally, totally just uh, trying to be something different than what you already knew him as. And that was right. something that was also very inspiring. Right. And, uh, the last thing, the last thing I, the way I wrap up every episode is, uh, the way we always wrap up is i'll i'll say that i've hypothetically gifted you this show this has been the first episode of your new podcast yeah evolving with Jason russo yeah in a very jerry springer's final thought type of way <laughs> uh, do you uh, give us some of the some of the most valuable takeaways from this conversation and and maybe maybe impart some sort of inspirational wisdom to your to the listeners of your new podcast I like that in a like in a that. wrap it up type of way
1: in a wrap it up type of way Ugh, pre- i'm the wrong guy wrap, for that wrap, wrap it up in a pretty little bow that ain't gonna happen buddy that ain't gonna happen but uh, i mean i guess um don't be afraid to have conversations with someone that you met for five minutes that you're just like, I like your vibe. I like your vibe too. Want to do my podcast? Like <laughs> sometimes it, like I had a lot of fun here with you. Like I've done podcasts where I'm like uncomfortable before I've done podcasts where I can't turn on for what, like I just, I can't, I'm just not present and you're so present that you pulled it. it it's hard not to jump on board your ship. You know what I mean?
0: Well, so. that's, that's, that means a lot. I appreciate that very much. I'll, let me let me accept that because I have a hard right. I have a hard time accepting compliments because I feel like uh, some some somehow I'll I'll convince myself that I'm not humble when someone when someone oh yeah I know I know I'm the best like that, that kind of, <laughs> but, but but I will accept that. Thank you so much, and I, I really 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 from the bottom of my heart appreciate you. anybody anybody who's uh who's stuck with us through this episode how how grateful i am i want to also make sure uh that the 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 effort the effort the currency of effort that you paid me is so damn valuable because because you don't you don't just turn the you don't you don't just turn the radio on and have this show on you don't just turn the TV on. And have sh- there's there's extra steps you have to take. So the fact that you took those extra steps, and now on top of taking those extra steps, you managed to like chill with us this whole time. That's freaking the the raddest thing. That's yeah. why I want to continue to beat my drum for you. So I'm gonna, um one last thing, one last thing. Uh, can you do? Can you do your impression of of the Claw from Inspector Gadget? Saying so how how we how we wrap up the show we we say the, the tagline, be fun, have safe, keep evolving.
1: <laughs> be son. Su- Wait.
0: <laughs> I said be son.
1: What the fuck? Okay, here be we fun, go. Be fun. Have safe. Be fun. Have safe. Be fun. Be fun have have safe, safe. Keep evolving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll get you next time, gadget. Next time. <laughs> be fun have safe keep evolving
0: <laughs> that that was the seller that was that was it was a it was a great that was a great way to to add a, add pizzazz to it hell yeah hell yeah uh, one one more thing make sure make sure if you've made that effort so far to listen to the whole show or to watch this whole stream man go go ahead and Hit the subscribe button or the like button or comment. Let us know you exist. I really love to know you exist. I very much exist as well. So if you comment or you want to reach out to me, you want to talk to me about anything, I'm a real person. I'm going to respond to you. Be kinder to yourself. Be kinder to the people that you love, even the kinder to the people that you don't love. Be fun. Have safe. Keep evolving. Hell yeah. All right. And...